BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. This is the show that teaches you how to survive the things that could kill you. Like tornadoes, bear attacks, runaway trains. And the things that just make you wish you were dead. Peeing your pants, getting fired from a job, or your cat running away. Oh my God, that's so sad. We should cheer ourselves up with the song. I like that. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Danielle Koenig. Hey, I'm Christine Kimmel. How's it going, Chris? You know what? What? I am very happy to be here. That's nice. Yeah. I like to see my friends, my yeah. people. Catch up. Garden squirrel, little Danielle. It's all That's good. what I call you guys. Little garden, garden squirrel and little Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. Lil Danielle. Lil L-I-L apostrophe. I have to tell you something. I have to confess something to you. <gasps> you don't. You've never liked me. It's not a confession at all. <laughs> no, I watched because it was free, and I'm. You know, I well. I guess the listener wouldn't know this, but I, I am a writer, and I'm writing on the Writers Guild Awards, uh, as I do yes. most years. And it's good to be familiar with the subject matter of the things that were nominated. Wait, you do your research? I do. Are you are you casting aspersions on the research I do for the show? No, 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 okay. no. I'm, I'm actually um, kind of sending out a slam to people who don't do their research. I try to watch as much as I can. Okay. I haven't watched everything, but I did watch the first episode of Yellow Jackets. Oh. And I'm in. Okay, keep I'm yes, in. Yes. I know you said it was not for you. Just keep watching. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I was. I mean, it's I was, already. Oh, you were in and then you turned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's spooky and it is gross. But Have you watched Garen? No. It seems like it I would be for order, Garen, right? Have, so I'm going to do the free... Um, I mean, you think they give us screeners of everything, but anyway, they don't. So do you have a free Showtime? I'm going to sign up for it. Oh, so now you can watch We Need to Talk About Cosby and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, I, I sign up for Showtime and then I kind of binge on some stuff and right. then I'm like, all right, they, I can And they cancel. never catch on. They're just like, okay, she keeps canceling and keeps... What are they going to do? Like, take me yeah. to court? <laughs> Showtime v. Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess why not? Yeah, I think you can do that. Um, yeah. So anyway, I uh, I saw the first episode for free because you could just watch it watch it online. So I did, but now I might order uh, okay. Showtime and. Well, I am interested to hear your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I want to know if there is an episode in which you go, hmm. Yeah. Maybe not. And I want to know what that episode is. <laughs> okay. I want to know the number. You I want to know the time I want to know. No. You know what? Tell me the scene. Okay. Because I want to know if it's the same scene where, where I you went, went, no, maybe I, maybe no. Yeah. Um, and then if it doesn't happen, you could probably talk me back into watching it with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know if I could talk you back in, but I, I could try. Um. So you have a story that well, you wanted to talk about. You know, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but my family has been through a run of 
I don't know, bad luck, uh, yeah. spell by witch, uh, yeah. you know, uh, some kind of. You definitely picked up some sort of tiki. Yeah, something's going emblem on. somewhere. So we had a weekend ski trip, and uh, I am a. This is a few weekends ago. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a bad skier. I'm a. I'm a little bit better than a beginner. Okay. Let's say that. So I stay. I stick to the, the beginner hills. Some people call them like bunny runs or okay. you know, and that's where I was. With my daughter, who likes to also do those easier hills. And um, my son is off snowboarding on, I don't know, some black diamonds. Really? You know, with his He's... friends, you know, doing like jumps. And wow. I don't even know, some kind of slaloms. That, that's not a word. I don't even know if it's a word. Yeah, that's a word. Okay. He's doing like crazy stuff. Wow. And uh, my husband was with us. He's been skiing his whole life. Right. You know, he grew up. In Germany. In Germany and skiing in Switzerland when he was like a baby. And I never skied until, you know. You met him? Basically, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just learning. And I decided, you know, I could take this little bit of a harder run. I I saw like six-year-olds doing it. Right. It was not even like a run, really. It was just this. So there's these two hills, like baby hills. And then there's this little connecting, like, hill between the two of them. Okay. like. Kind of steep. Okay. But I thought, oh, it's short. I'm seeing all these kids just cut across down it. Yeah. It looks kind of fun. Yeah. And I've done a couple little jumps. Yeah, you're ready to challenge yourself. I'm like, I need to take it to the next level. Right. I watched Sven do it. He just slid right down gracefully. And I'm like, I got this. (laughs) I'm going to do it too. And Alex was like, I don't think you should do it. it. I'm not going to do it. And I was like, you know what? We got to take it to the next level. (laughs) So... I stopped first, you know, I didn't go like full speed. Okay. And I looked down and I was like, this is very steep. Oh boy. But you gotta push past your fear. Okay. Well, I did. And as I was going down, I thought to myself, this is very fast and I'm going straight. Now, just because I really know nothing about skiing, except for Mm -hmm. what I've seen in 80s films with John Cusack, do you... Do you catch air? Not on this one. Okay. I have done hills where I catch air, like little jumps, and it's okay. super fun. Um, and it's scary. I bet. Uh, but I always kind of want to try to get a little bit better. So this is not that case. This is just a steep straight down hill, which I'm not usually doing when I'm skiing. Usually I'm going back and forth and back and forth. Gotcha. To, like you're almost going parallel downhill yeah, to, yeah. to control yes. yourself and go slow. This time, no. Straight down. Okay. So about three quarters of the way down, I realize something's wrong. I'm going to crash. I'm going too fast. And I don't know if it was, I don't know if my skis crossed each other. I don't know if something went wrong with one of my skis. Because, you know, they're rentals. They can okay. be, you know, the bindings can get messed up. I don't know about how skis work, really. Right. Um, Binding sounds good. Right? It yeah. sounds like a word sounds people like- use. And... My skis kind of flew out (gasps) from under me, and I kind of went up in the air, slammed down. Luckily, because of the Natasha Richardson story, I had a helmet on. Oh, good, 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 Even on Baby Hills, I wear a helmet because I hit my head. And my legs kind of went under me and bent at weird angles in a way that they're not supposed to. And I think (sighs) both my skis flew off, and I felt a feeling in my knee that was not correct no bueno it was like are my bones sticking out right i don't know are all of them sticking out of all (sighs) over my body i just and also like (laughs) you're just a pile of mess i thought like yes i'm just bones everywhere you're just just 90 degree angles (laughs) i really felt like that and also like the other thing is because you know your clothes you know i don't wear like a whole entire snowsuit i'm in like a coat and pants everything kind of flies up so then i'm there's like just snow up my back which also feels like pain cold yes yes so then i'm like is my back broken because you can't kind of tell the difference it's just like pain and cold Right. And I'm just like, I'm literally laying there going, ow, 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 oh. as like little tiny kids right. are skiing past me. Right. And and Sven kind of comes up over and stands over me and he's like, are you OK? And I'm just like, no, 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 not OK. Oh. And um, just burst into tears. And uh, 
yeah, I had to go to the emergency room. Right. And they said, we think you tore your ACL because they can't tell on an x-ray. Okay. And so... They um, can't tell on an x-ray. They cannot. Oh, that's why you're getting... Okay. They cannot. They can only tell if bones are broken, which it actually turns out I did not break any bones. Right. It just felt like um, it. But I will tell you that the emergency room near a ski resort <laughs> is a place... If you want to be like, talk me out of going skiing. Uh, yeah. Or snowboarding, ever. Just step So in, many injuries. It's just... It's really something to see. Um, just people with like poles sticking out of their head. Like, like, it's just like people holding you know, all different parts of their body. <laughs> and they're like, and, and like, you're like, I didn't even know you could hurt yourself that way. <laughs> right. like, so I actually felt pretty lucky when I was there. I was like, whoa, at least I'm not her. Yeah. Like it was, it wasn't. You know was, where you don't get injured? Mini golfing. <laughs> That's about as far as our adventures go. So, so you are, I didn't even notice today, you're still in the brace, you're not in the brace I'm not anymore. wearing the brace anymore. Uh, feeling a lot better. Good. Don't know what the extent of the injury is. It might not even be any. It's feeling pretty good now, but uh, we'll see. Because you have to get an MRI. I have to get an MRI after yeah. this episode is done taping. So. Oh, today? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we shall see. I had a two-hour MRI on Friday. Oh, um, Lord. I know. It was your worst nightmare. It was actually fine except for like the last 40 minutes because um, my arm was killing me. It was in a weird position. Oh, and you you can move your arm, though, well, right? I, I finally realized that. <laughs> you know, they scare the shit out of You're me. Like, you can't move, move anything. Yeah. Try to stay as still as possible. Yeah. So I finally just literally moved it like a half an inch. Yeah. And I was like, oh, now I'm fine. Keep me posted. Yeah. Keep us all posted. Well, I am going to keep you posted about today's episode. And that is how to survive a runaway train. Whoa. I'm excited. Garen, this is... were you just applauding my segue? Yes. He was <laughs> applauding my, <laughs> silently applauding my segue. And I'm assuming this isn't the band train. It's not the band train nor the song runaway train, which I, of course, have had in my head as Garen has um, your whole life. It's just the worst song. Oh, it's so... It's so awful. It seems like music associated with the word train you should just avoid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Drops of Jupiter, right? They have that song, Train. You know, what I thought was really uh, interesting, you know, I get a lot of emails from Ticketmaster now. As soon as you order anything from Ticketmaster, you get 500 emails a day. And I got an announcement that... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Who? Train was having a pre-sale. Uh, whoa. And I was like, is that necessary? That's confident. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. What does Train sing? The Drops of Jupiter, right? Oh. Isn't that Train? Yeah, I was thinking and that then the band have, was called Drops of Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then they have, uh, hey, 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 uh, no, that's Drops of Jupiter. Um, <laughs> that's how I sing. Um, Mary, Mary. What is it? Mary, me. Oh, I don't know that one. I'll marry you. I, oh yeah, I know they that have song. probably like five songs that are all that's all you know kind what? of sound. They're someone's favorite band. I know, and they're pr- someone's favorite band. Somebody listening right now, and I'm sorry that I'm making fun of them. That's okay; they'll be fine. I mean, what are the chances are that the one person who's whose favorite band is also one of our listeners? Uh, good. You think it's good? You think we're in the same uh, Venn diagram as as listener as fans, super fans of Train? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't actually know. If you are a train super fan, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Do we? So again, I apologize for my sniffling. The aller- the uh, allergies in Los Angeles have been terrible. Yes. I was down all week last week. I thought it was a cold, but maybe it was allergies. I was like bedridden. It's bad. Well, I'm sniffling too. Are you sniffling? My too? kids are coughing at night. Yeah, it's bad news. Bad news bears. Okay, runaway trains. I couldn't find stats. For the United States, but according to a 2013 Canadian article, two Decembers ago, so this would be 2011, I guess, a train ruled. Un- two, wait, two Decembers ago? Two Decembers ago. So that wouldn't be 2011, would it? Well, I said it's from a 2013 article. Oh, oh, oh got it. Sorry, I didn't hear Did that. Did you too. think I was doing leap year or something? Yeah, I was like, she's. Her <laughs> she's math, had a concussion. Her math. Yeah, I think they. She's not telling the they truth about what out that my brain MRI was MRI. for. <laughs> <laughs> Two Decembers ago, a train rolled uncontrolled for 24 kilometers, reaching a speed of 100 kilometers an hour before eventually coming to a stop near the eastern Quebec town of Sept- Septiles. 
five months earlier, 33-33 Canadian national cars escaped from a yard near Edmonton and traveled more than five kilometers onto a line carrying uh, residues of gasoline, diesel fuel, and sulfuric, sulfuric sulfuric? sulfuric acid in their tanks. So the reason I'm, I'm just giving you an overview before I get into it. First of all, how do cars escape? It, it made I, it sound like it was, they were... Like a jailbreak. Like a jailbreak. Like they, they planned were it. cognizant yes. of what they were doing. Yeah. It's like Thomas the Train. It is like Thomas the Train. It's it, also like that sh- show I wrote for. I wrote for this cartoon show in America called... Oh my God, I'm forgetting what it's called. It's a ripoff of Thomas the Train. It's the exact same thing. It's like... um. What the hell is it called? I'll think of it in a second. But um, they, yeah, they're, they're uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not cognizant. Um, sentient? Sentient. Thank you. Sentient trains. It was a pain in the ass because it was like, trains want to do that. Trains can't walk. Trains can't. Everything ha- Every time they move, they have to move on a track. It was really annoying. They should have escaped like these yes. Canadian things. Cases like these refer to technically as runaway rolling stock. Happen. Stock, S-T-O-C-K, yes. not yeah. S-T-A-L-K-D-A. No. They're not trains that want to go that um, would be murder a, an actress. That, you know, we have a lot of, we have a lot of things that want to murder an actress on this show. Trains, yeah. cats, big cats. This might be morphing into a whole other show. <laughs> Germans. Wasn't that guy German? Italian? Whatever he was. He was from, he from was Europe. From, he was from some European country. Um uh, happened on okay, so cases like this, the rolling, uh, runaway rolling stock, happen on average thirty-five times a year, far more That's often a lot, right? than previously thought. Yes, so CBC- thirty-five times. Wait, let me just back up a sec. Thirty-five times a year, trains get together <laughs> and are like, <laughs> they fuck this, a boycott. Yeah, we got to yeah. get out of here. They have an uprising. We're never going to get a union. Yeah, like the people who work for us. Right. Let's go. They're like, there's gotta got to be gas. a better life than just going back and straight forth. and yeah, back and forth and occasionally switching lines. There's got to be like, why can't I be a, you know, a converted um, home for somebody and end up on one of those cool TV shows? I want to float on an ocean. Float on an ocean. Yes, they want to float on an ocean. Right. Why don't I ever get to do that? I want to be a barge. They, yes. They want to carry trash, but at least they'll be in the open water. Yes. I mean, they're not the smartest, you know, sentient automobile, uh, you know, no. uh, machines. They're but not like high level AI. No, they're, they're dumb. Not, yes, they're dumb. But they're also, you know, they're sick of being. They're held like down. they're like, you know, that show humans. Have you seen that show humans? I have not seen it. You should watch it. They're okay. like not that sentient. OK, they don't have con- like. Yeah. But they're getting there. They will get there. The what? The, the train oh, cars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you've seen it in the movies, a runaway train filled with terrified passengers. But this isn't a scenario that happens only in the movies. It actually, Chris, does happen in real life. And if you happen to be on a train when the crew is disabled for some reason, and it's up to you to stop the train from running away out of control... Here is the procedure to follow. This is what tell you I'm going to yes. do to save you are, everyone's life. Yes, you're an ordinary passenger. Well, not what's ordinary. You are a first class passenger. Yes, that's right. Stylishly dressed. Stylishly dressed. People probably used to dress for train trips, right? Like they used to dress for yes. plane trips. Now yeah. they're in sweatpants. And flip flops. Yes. Scum. Disgusting. Did you just say scum? I did. I said scum. <laughs> I haven't used that word since remember, I'm going to say fifth grade. Remember when people used to say, you know that, do you know Jenny? She's so scummy. I don't know if I heard scummy, but she, yeah, you're scum. You're a scum bucket. Oh, yeah. Scum, and then, I remember scum And bucket. then we both had older brothers, so we probably both learned that, you know, scum refers to use condom. No, I don't know that. Yeah. I scum. I didn't know that. No. Pretty sure. I only, I just knew that we, people would say, Oh, don't hang out with her. She's really scummy. Scummy, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Scummy, yeah. <laughs> now we have to look up scum. Um, okay. Locate, okay, so here do we go. 
There's here do we go? Here do we go? <laughs> here to four. Okay, so say you're a passenger on this train mm-hmm. and the 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 everyone on board has had a heart attack but you. Yes. Okay. Locate the emergency brake in your car. What you're looking for is that lightweight rope that runs along the wall near the ceiling. So, you yes. know, like a subway. I've seen those. Yeah. Okay. Pull the cord and brace yourself for the jerking action when the brakes are actuated and the cars slam together at their couplings. Okay. Because, right, you're only stopping, at this point, you're only stopping your own car. This this begs the question. You know, I'm going to let you keep talking because I'm already having some questions. Okay. I don't know if I'll be able to... Uh, answer them, but I'll try. Okay. If the train does not begin to slow down, something might be amiss with the emergency brake system in mm. your car. If that's the case, you might be able to stop the train from the cab car. Ask a conductor. Again, I thought if there was a conductor, you would, you wouldn't have to do this. Yeah. Or some other crew members. If there is a cab car on your train, if so, go to it. And look for the instructions about activating the brake system as if you were in the locomotive. Is the cab car the last car? I meant to look this up. And then I guess I got distracted. (laughs) So maybe there was another. Were you doing Tom Holland research? I swear to God. I swear to God. I I have not done any more Tom Holland research. I'm. It feels like the cab. it, It feels like this is how. I'm thinking of the cab. Yeah. It's in the back. I think that's what they're saying. So not... Well, the caboose is in the back, right? Yeah. But maybe I that's an old-fashioned Garen, term. are you able... Oh, to f- cab is probably short for caboose. Probably. Maybe Garen could find well, out for this us. This poor guy's looking up scum. He's looking up the, <laughs> the show I wrote on that I can't think of the name of. I only wrote what? Chuggington. Chuggington. Yeah. Chuggington. Yeah. I only wrote like five episodes. I don't know why I can't remember the name. Anyway, yeah, Chuggington. I'm sure some of your kids have watched it. Maybe. You're welcome. (laughs) I mean. I don't mean your kids. I mean people listening who have little kids now. They're too busy listening to train. Oh, you get vault. All right. (laughs) Okay. So ask a conductor or some crew members if there is a cab car on your train. If so, go to it and look for the instructions. Go to it. Go to it. And look for the instructions about activating the brake system as if you were in the locomotive. If there is no cab car, proceed directly to the locomotive. That's the front of the train. I believe that's so. the big black. Um, yes, choo choo. I know that's a lot about trains. That's the part that says choo choo. Right. Yeah, and has the smoke coming out of the big hole at the top. I yes. I know exactly. trains. That's where they right, and then somewhere else is where they load the coal into the thing that makes it go smoky smoke. As you move toward either the cab car or the locomotive, apply the handbrake in the vestibule between the cars. You know how oh, yeah. there's, there's the that area scary space. That's scary, really scary. Where you, where it's like, whoo, where you, whoo, do, where like, you go back and forth when you yeah, walk yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. what if it comes apart right now? Right. And then I fall and then the trains just run me over. Right. But then you also want to sing You're the One That I Want from Greece because oh, right. it kind of resembles that thing they're on, the shaky, you're whatever right. it's called. Yeah. This is done by either pumping a brake activation lever or by turning a brake wheel. Do this for as many cars as possible. So they're saying, like, you're running through each thing and you're pulling that thing every time. Man, I am doing a lot of work on this train. And what is everyone else doing? Reading Uh, a book? um, Looking at their phone? I think, yeah. They better be doing stuff, too. If I'm doing everything, I'm going to be... Well, maybe if you have, like, several people, you can go each way. I can put everybody... Yeah, delegate. I can assign everybody tasks. Okay. Once you arrive at either the cab car or the locomotive, search for the button marked e-brake or emergency brake. Activate that button. If you can't locate the e-brake or emergency brake, find the throttle. It might be marked as throttle... Power throttle, that was your nickname in high school, right? Of course. Or combined power handle, and it will be green. Move the throttle to the position that slows the engine. Good luck. I don't know which position that is. (laughs) I I mean, this is getting really, I feel like I need a train degree for this. It's very complicated. So while I was researching this, I was like, okay, I guess you would just have to pull out your phone and pull up this article to figure this out. This part, yeah. This, because it, there's a lot of stuff. If it just says break, I mean. I know. They're getting really. Okay. I hope there's some train experts on this train with me. I know. Look for a dynamic brake handle, which is orange. Move it to the setup position. Wait five seconds. And then move the handle to the highest position. Okay. 
<laughs> I know none of this makes sense, but listen, we're almost done with this part. Search for the air brake control, sometimes labeled brake or automatic brake. It is red. Move that control to 100%. Find the horn, a vertical handle, or a button labeled horn. Okay. okay, I can do that. You can do this part. Sound the horn continually to serve as a warning to everyone ahead of the path of the train. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yes, it is. I can I roll down all the windows? The <laughs> do they have windows that can roll? I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever... I, I, I've been on a train in Europe. The ones in Europe have windows. Yeah. I feel like the ones here wouldn't because they're like, well, people will just jump out of the windows. Yeah. And in Europe, they're like, we don't, if you're that dumb. Then good luck to you. Then who cares? You're stupid. Um, Use the train's radio to alert the dispatcher of the emergency situation. Depress the button on the microphone and say something like this. Are you ready? Yes. Emergency, emergency, emergency. Train number, and then you would say the train number, Mm -hmm. is a runaway. We are heading, tell the direction of travel. I don't know. And are at milepost. Give the location I won't know that either. Clear the (laughs) track. Clear the tracks. I am a civilian and the emergency brake has been activated. After making your call, release the microphone button to allow the dispatcher to contact you. Don't worry if the dispatcher doesn't respond. The tracks may be cleared anyway. Guess what? I'm still going to worry. If I don't hear back, yeah. I'm worrying. Can I say breaker breaker one nine? I mean, you might you know, this be is, talking to a, this, a truck. This is Big Kimmel, Lil D, <laughs> and Garden Squirrel. <laughs> We're suddenly on like a semi. You guys are with me. Okay. Well, that's helpful. We're just running around like idiots. Uh, Even with all you have done to try to stop the train, prepare yourself for the possibility for a derailment. Position position yourself where loose items won't fly in your direction if the train comes to a sudden stop. This is assuming you intend to stay aboard the train. Uh, I do. Listen to this. (laughs) If you decide to jump from a moving train... Like a hobo, I added the like a hobo. Okay. That's an, and I meant hobo as in the traditional sense of a train hopper. Yeah. Stick in the bag tied on the end. Yeah. The bundle, wait, that's called something. I can't remember. Um, uh, That's another subject for another time. (laughs) Uh, He'll cover that in the future post. This is just some guy's website, by the way. I couldn't (laughs) find like, um, (laughs) but I do have a story. Good. And I know you like stories. If you decide. I love that. If you decide. Gosh, I don't know. What what am I going to decide? You might jump off the train. I might. Well, that brings us to our story, actually. Yay. Which you may have heard of. I might. Maybe. Or may have seen the movie that was inspired by it called. Throw Mama from the Train. Unstoppable. Oh. You know it. With Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. Have you seen this movie, Garen? No. Uh, I don't think I've seen it, but it's quite possible I have. But I don't think so, because I don't feel like I've seen Chris Pine in so many movies that I wouldn't remember. You know what I mean? Like, besides the franchise movies, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've um, seen it. But this, the movie Unstoppable, was based on this story. It's the story of the Crazy Eights, also known as the CSX8888 incident. That's the number (laughs) of the train. Eight, 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 eight. So you knew something was going to go wrong. Yeah, that's bad luck right there. I think so. Okay. On May... F- now I'm doing your thing. Okay. <laughs> On May 15th, 2001, a CX, uh, CSX locomotive... Just pretend you understand what a CSX is. A CSX locomotive engineer was using locomotive 8888 to move a string of freight cars from one track to another. That's all he was trying to do. The string consisted of 47 freight cars. 20 of them were empty, but 22 of them were fully loaded, including two tank cars containing thousands of gallons of molten fennel, a toxic ingredient used in paints, glues, and dyes that is harmful when inhaled, ingested, or coming into contact with the skin. So this is like your proverbial, you know, powder keg. Okay. And if something goes wrong. You don't want that stuff going uh, rogue. No, you don't. The engineer, and also those runaway cars, yeah. they'll, they'll huff those things. Oh, so they many They got nothing teens. to live for. So many teen runaway teen cars. Teen runaway cars. Just They're just in the corner. Yep. Huffing. The engineer noticed a misaligned switch. You know, the thing that where the train goes from one track to the other. Yes. 
He noticed the misaligned switch and concluded that his train, although moving slowly, would not be able to stop short of it. He decided to climb down from the train, correctly correctly align the switch, and reboard. Okay. That's what he planned to do while it was still moving. Oh, boy. So he's going to get off the train, go down and fix it. Well, he's going to try to, I'll tell you, yeah, he's going to try to stop it. Okay, so before leaving the cab, the engineer applied the locomotive's independent air brake. During regular operation, he would also have applied the automatic air brake, which would set the brakes in each of the train's cars, like we were talking about. They each have their own brakes. But, as is normal for intra-yard movements, just moving from one track to the other within the train yard, the air brakes of the train were disconnected from the locomotive and thus were not functional. Uh Uh-oh. Furthermore, applying the locomotive's brakes disabled the train's dead man switch, I'll explain in a second, which would otherwise have applied the train brakes and cut the engine power. So um, a dead man switch is a switch that is designed to be activated or deactivated if the human operator becomes incapacitated, such as through death, loss of consciousness, or being bodily removed from control. The engineer also attempted to apply the locomotive's dynamic brake to slow the train to a crawl. However, the engineer inadvertently set the train to accelerate, <gasps> not to brake. Oh, no. Lucy. Oops. Yeah. If the dynamic brakes had been properly engaged, as intended, the locomotive would have used the motors against the momentum of the train as generators. This is like they were saying it's like in a hybrid car. Yes. When it, you know, it uses the power to... Um, to switch, it uses like when you're pumping the brakes, it it reactivates the energy for the electric part of your hybrid, um, causing it to slow down. Instead, the train began to accelerate. Therefore, the only functioning brake was the air brakes on the locomotive, and that was not enough to counteract its power. The engineer climbed down from the cab, aligned the switch, and then attempted to reboard the accelerating locomotive. He didn't realize it. He thought he would turn around and it would be stopped. However, he was unable to do so and was dragged about 80 feet. Oh, no. Receiving minor cuts and abrasions. Minor? Yeah. Wow. I yeah, I know. That must be the Chris Pine character. Yes. Right. Do you think he plays an engineer? Oh, I wonder if he plays an engineer. He's if- only going to get minor cuts because he's... Yes. And it's going to be like... Chris Pine. On his cheekbones, mm-hmm. just to emphasize how his how, nice sharp cheekbones... How cut they are. The train rolled out of the yard and began a 65-mile journey south through northwest. Oh, I didn't tell you where this happened. Ohio. Everything cool happens happens in in Ohio. Ohio. Uh, Unmanned. So the train is now traveling. It's going to end up traveling a distance of 65 miles by itself. Oh, no. (laughs) No one on board. Attempts to derail the train using a portable derailer failed. They, like, stuck a thing that's supposed to, like, derail the train but the the it was too the train was too fast and yeah. it just ran over it and it flew away police had tried to engage the red fuel cutoff button by shooting at it oh shooting at a train full of toxic yeah. chemicals uh-huh. that seems they tried to yeah seems smart um after having three shots mistakenly hit the larger red fuel cap they also this ultimately had no effect because the button on former conrail Okay, the button on this type of train must be pressed for several seconds before the switch would activate and the engine would be starved of fuel and shut down. A north Now, a northbound freight train, we'll call it Q636-15. Let's call it that. Why don't they have more fun names for trains? Yeah, like people who name nail polish should name trains. Yes, right? Blushing Bride. Oh, that's a cute train. I would ride yeah. that train. Crimson Vixen. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's a train for sluts. Of course it is. It's a slutty, scummy train. <laughs> uh, a northbound scumbag. That's that's the used condom. Scumbag. Oh. Yeah, because oh, scum is supposed, the, yes. is supposed to be the... Oh, yeah. You know, the, I never got the that. spent jizz. Uh, a northbound freight train, uh, we'll call it... Uh, Crimson Vixen. Crimson Vixen. Was directed onto a siding, so it was coming... Um, it was coming toward the train. Okay. So it just, it was somehow directed onto a siding. I guess that's like a shoulder or something. So then the crew of that train uncoupled its locomotive, left the rest behind, waited for the runaway train to pass. Then this crew of two people um, 
Oh, it's sorry. It had a crew of two people, Jesse Knowlton, an engineer with 31 years of service, and Terry L. Forson, a conductor with one year's experience. Together, they chased the runaway train. Oh, wow. So then Knowlton and Forson successfully coupled onto the rear car All right. and slow the train by applying the dynamic brakes on the chase locomotive. I, this is so heroic. It's very cool. Once the runaway had slowed to 11 miles per hour, train master John Hosfeld ran alongside the train, climbed aboard, and shut down the engine. Wow. The train was stopped at the Ohio State Route 31 crossing just southeast. Oh, that's a good That's a good crossing. I was going to say, do you actually know what that means? No. Okay. Um, all the brake shoes on 8888 have been destroyed by the heat from being applied throughout the runaway trip. Oh, boy. Because, like, the brakes yes. were on, and it was, it was just, just like they were ruining. down to steel. Yes. Uh, CSX never made public the name of a 35-year veteran uh, engineer whose error caused the runaway, nor was any disciplinary action taken. Why not? Well, I guess because... It was just a mistake. It was just a mistake, and no one got her. But from from what it looked like, you know, people were on the news people were just you know following it and yeah. like trying to see like where's it gonna go what's gonna happen how, how far people, is it gonna go how many people's it gonna kill it didn't kill anybody but it, i mean it could have it totally could have because it could have derailed yeah i mean they were trying to derail it with which i guess would have just tipped it over yeah I, i'm guessing that what's and and ruined the train but not you know hurt anybody so I thought that was a pretty good story. I may watch that movie. I don't Maybe, know. Yeah, it's, Unstoppable. How do you make a whole movie out of that? It's probably, they must have added some. Well, I'm sure they have backstory and girlfriends waiting home and yes. following it on the news. And Oh, what? Garrett? Garrett nodding. There is a female character that is not even mentioned. Not even mentioned? It, it's, got, it's got Rosario Dawson in it, and she does not make the poster. Oh, <laughs> Like, Wait, there's a, a there's star. a there's a main female character who's not on the poster. What? But she's probably not a big part of the. She's plot, probably is she? she's probably it. like oh, you didn't see it. Didn't Why see did she? She must be Chris Pine's girlfriend. Yes, who's I mean she could be well, Denzel. She could be Denzel's girlfriend. You never know. Or his daughter. She could be playing Denzel's mom. She <laughs> she 100 could be playing Denzel's mom. And uh, she's just worried about her son. That's hysterical. Rosario Dawson's playing Denzel's mom. Just like the actors playing Tom Holland's mom that are, that's 10 years older than him right Who? now. In what? In this movie coming out, it's... Uh, it's some anthology thing. Is it Qual- Margaret Qualley? Wait, Emmy she Rossum. can't... No, Emmy Rossum. I was going to say, Margaret Qualley's like yeah. 19. Emmy, Please em, don't tell me she's Emmy, playing... Emma Rossum. She's is 10 years older than Tom Holland, and she just got cast to play his mom. Are you kidding me? New. Series. We don't know if it's flashbacks or what it is. But oh, it's still like, okay. Yeah, so it's, maybe yeah, it might be flashbacks. But it's like, um, listen, I don't know the details. I just know I'm going to be mad about it. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't need to know any Look, more information. And let the record state: you brought it back to Tom Holland, not me. Listen, he's delightful. He, he is won delightful. me over. Oh, I'm glad. So yeah, so that was how to survive a runaway train. Well, I am gonna. Keep my eyes open when I'm on a train now. Yeah. For all the brakes and the information and the buttons to push. I think I'll probably just push every button I see if something goes wrong. Yes, I think that's a good idea. You know, just pull every string, push every button. Grab someone's cell phone, push their buttons. I do that anyway. Metaphorically push buttons. I try. Something tells me that in the movie they're not going around just like pulling strings and lifting. You know, it's good. There's got to be, you know, something more. Uh, courageous and uh, heroic than that. I think there's a lot of running next to a moving train. I think there. Oh, I hope there's some running on top of a train. That's always oh, fun. Oh, for sure. And then if a tunnel comes and they got to lay flat. Yes, that's always good. Laying, they're holding on to the train underneath. Yes. Right. Yes. Chris Pine's got to put his head this way. He does. So and he maybe gets some scrapes. Yeah, maybe that's how he gets his scrapes. His attractive scrapes. His his. Boulder cheekbones, yeah, get a little scraped up. Yeah, boulder cheekbones. I know use those to stop the train. (laughs) 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 He's got cheekbones you could stop a train with. That's right. That was so helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, nothing more sarcastic has ever been said. Um, so that was uh, how to stop a train. How to stop a runaway train. And we will be right back 
after this. I can't wait. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine. How was your break? Good. I drank some more iced coffee. I went to the bathroom some more. (laughs) (laughs) It's disgusting. And I probably sneezed some more because of these allergies. Got the sneezing. You got me a coffee, which I am very appreciative of. And I got it with 2% milk instead of whole milk. Yeah. So does it taste different? No. I don't even notice. But do you said it like maybe that would make you pee less. Maybe my mind's just on peeing. No? You love to think about peeing. I don't love to think about it. I just can't not think about it. Susan, this is our podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> we just talk about bodily anyway. functions. I'm, I'm a frequent peer. You're well. a frequent peer yeah. as well. Oh, okay. Welcome so see. to the club. Uh, Danielle, I, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm quite as afflicted, but you know, I have other issues. The voice you're hearing right now <laughs> is Susan Burke. A very funny comedian, writer, actress. She is a triple threat. She really is. I'm going to tell you, you should watch. She wrote a movie and it got made. (laughs) That is freaking unbelievable. How many movies have I written that got made? Zero. Zero, too. And uh, it's called Smashed. It's with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She also uh, is in... Stand Against Evil, and is a writer for Stand Against Evil. That's very cool. Which is another cool show. Is yeah. that on, what network is? It, it's it's not on anymore, but it was on IFC. But we can watch it probably yeah, yeah, yeah. streaming many places. Okay, so Susan. Yes. Before you got here, we were talking about how to survive a runaway train. Ooh. And now we definitely know. Yes. <laughs> we, we know that it's a multi-step process that only an engineer could follow, but. And uh, you have a story to tell us about a crazy day in your life with a runaway cat, some car runaway, problems. Yes. I don't want to tip. I don't want to tip yeah. the story, but take us to a day in your life, won't you? Yes. Um, so this is when I was in my early twenties. So it was like two thousand six, two thousand seven, something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, I had. Uh, my car at the time was a Volvo that I bought at a thrift store. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Wait, what? So you're say, like, oh, I'll take this poncho and this Volvo. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I went with two friends. I need. I needed a car, and I knew that St. Vincent's de Paul downtown, or like in like Lincoln Heights, they sell cars. And <laughs> this is I, brand new. I've never heard this. Yeah. And I, uh, I didn't have a big budget to buy a car because my last car had been. This, this is just a peek into what what my life was like at the time. Um, my car had been taken away because I got the boot too many times, oh and this my time God. I didn't pay to get the boot off because I didn't have the money, so they just took it and sold it. And then later I had to like pay off that. So debt. you got a boot just for parking in the wrong place yeah. at the wrong time. Yeah, just for getting too many tickets. Yeah. Okay, so like most of our early 20s yes. in Los Angeles, yes. so then, you get lots of parking tickets. Yes, so oh, I had yeah. no car. Uh, we went I, uh, We went to St. Vincent's. My friend actually bought a sweater. My other bought <laughs> a coffee table. I bet it was a really cute coffee table. It was, yeah. And it was that was my roommate, actually. She bought the coffee table, and I bought a... A 1990 Volvo wagon, which was great. Like, it was a great car. I can picture Are it. Are they just, yeah. like, hanging out in the middle of the floor with, like... No, they're outside the, the in the parking lot. and stuff? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Covered in old Levi's. Yeah. <laughs> that would be... It's a huge... It's a huge, huge thrift store that I used to go to all the time. I haven't haven't been for a long time, but... Um, it's a it's an amazing place. Wow! And then yeah, in the parking lot they have like cars and campers and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Like, so I bought that car and it actually it was a good car. Like it, it lasted a, a while. And that summer mm-hmm. I was shooting a friend's movie in San Francisco, so I had driven it back L.A. to San Francisco, L.A. to San Francisco a bunch of times, and it was fine. And how old was the car at this point? When you bought it, how uh, it was like sixteen years old, oh, okay, or something. Right. Yeah, and it had a ton of miles. Like it had so many miles that um, the odometer actually stopped at <laughs> at like one hundred ninety thousand miles, and then it just did, and then it broke. So it was I, like I can't count anymore. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I can't do math. So I don't, and, and, and like it just burst into flames. Basically, yeah. So, so. So after, like, I had then gone to uh, uh, Washington, uh, where my mom was at the time, and my sister visited them, gone down to Portland to pick up my cat, um, 
because <laughs> this is just all like uh, it smashed is a movie about alcoholism by the way and so, so. Uh, okay 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 <laughs> this is early into my sobriety um so i had a cat uh that i lived i lived in a loft uh with a lot of people, one of them a Russian clown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and did uh, he invade your private space? He's uh, actually a pretty nice guy. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> uh, strange guy, but so I, I had a cat. I had to get out of that living situation because there was uh, stuff going on that I was like trying to get sober. Okay. Right. So I moved in with Don't some associate friends. with alcoholics or clowns when you're trying to yeah. get sober. Right. I mean, just, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, just clowns are, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But so I, the friends I moved in with, one was allergic to cats. So Aww. I had this cat, yeah. Matilda, who was a bad cat. Aww. She was mean, like she was, oh, she, like, she, so a cat. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm a huge cat person. I have okay. two cats now who are like, but I blame myself. Like, I feel like it's a nurture nature thing. Like, she was like the runt <laughs> of the litter and I got her. And then I just like didn't, I just didn't, I couldn't care for a cat properly. And so she was just psycho. And she was with this clown. No, she was, I mean, and, and this is the thing too. My room was like huge. She just stayed in my room. Okay. For like as long as I lived there, which seems like it was like 10 years, but it was like eight months or whatever, you know. So when I moved in with these friends, uh, I had to figure out something to do with Matilda. And my friend uh, who lived in Portland was like, she can come and live with me for a while. Okay. So that cat went and lived with her for a while. Um, and in Portland, she was able to like go outside and kill things and had a very happy life. Um, right. So I went back to go get the cat because I had then moved in with my boyfriend at the time. Um, and we got the cat. We were going to stay the night at my friend's house, but that was a weird situation going on there. Um, <laughs> this is all a big Portlandia this sketch. Is all, yeah, and, and actually, that night they were like, let's go to this party. It's a mustache party. Everybody's been growing mustaches for a month to oh, go to really this party. Oh, it really is like a crazy yeah, Portlandia yeah, yeah, sketch. Yeah, okay. oh Jesus. God. Okay. No. So... Uh, so we went to this party, and then it was just like, we're not going to get any sleep. Like, this is all just, like, let's just go. Let's and at this point, you're sober. Yes. So you're like, what's more fun than going sober yeah. to a mustache party? Oh, no, that sounds like a punishment. It does. It yeah, sounds horrible. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was like a year sober. So this is 2007. And, and I was uh, like 25 years Yeah. Old. So we leave that party uh, and just hit the road. Like You, your boyfriend, and the cat. And the cat. Okay. Yeah. In the night. So we're just like, like, fuck this. Let's just get back to L.A. So we start and like a little while outside of Portland, the battery dies in the car. And so it's like, oh, fuck. We went to Walmart. We bought a new battery. So we start on the road again and we get to like the middle of Oregon and uh, the battery dies again. And so now Uh it's like. 5 a.m. Well, why would the brand new battery die again? Well. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so, we... You went to a thrift store, so got a battery. Got a battery. Uh, we got some Duracells. They're <laughs> yeah. like triple A's. We don't know why it didn't work. Right. Um, so, we go this like weird town in Oregon. We pull into this place that has like a phone number and says like 24-hour tow repair shop. This is, this is the weirdest part of the story. So I call this number. It's it's like it's like six a.m. on Sunday morning by this okay. time, right? So I call this number and, and hear the phone ringing, right? And then someone answers it, and it's like this guy, and he's like, "Hello," and I'm like, "Hey, um, I am so sorry to call so early. I'm actually out front. My battery died. We just got a new battery. I don't know what's going on. We're closed on Sunday." <sighs> okay, I saw that you have a twenty-four hour tow. So I was wondering if you could, like, come outside and <laughs> look at this. We're closed at Sunday. I'm like, oh, is a 24-hour tow closed? No, that's a 24-hour tow. But if you want to call that, then the tow driver can come, but they would just tow you here. <laughs> so oh, I'm my like, God. Okay, can you tell me other places, like, in this town yeah. where I could 
like walk to or whatever to get a new battery. And he's like, no, everywhere's closed. Everywhere's closed. It's Sunday. And I was like, okay, why is everywhere closed on Sunday? And he goes, no, bitch. And like hung oh up my the phone. God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. And it was just like, wait, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> so then we're, like, in their parking lot. It's like, are they going to come out and kill us? So we walk to, like, a gas station. Oh, my God. And are like, hey, so is there anywhere we can get a battery? And they're like, uh, yeah. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, not, what is the place where they sell auto parts? Pet Boys? Not Pet Boys. AutoZone? AutoZone, yeah. So they're okay. like, yeah, there's an AutoZone, like, right there. So, and like, the guy couldn't have told you that? No! Because it's Sunday, he can't yeah, tell it's you? it's Sunday. So he's, like, wait for the AutoZone to open. He was a Christian. Then, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a very good Christian, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Oh, and I was, like, I was, like, we're, like, we, we just need to get home. Like, I was, like, very, yeah. you know, and then, yeah, but, oh, bitch. It was very weird. So we get to, like, the AutoZone. The guy there... Super nice. Was like, this isn't your battery. This is an alternator. Like, you need a new alternator. That's why it's like running. Oh, he actually looked at your car. That was yeah, nice. Which is nice because they're not even supposed to do that. Yeah. So we're like, okay, do you have a, a alternator? And they're like, no, they have one in Portland. Oh, for God's sake. So we're like, okay. Um. So we'll go, I guess, like, what can we do? How do we get to Portland? <laughs> With, and, and the guy's like, I will you know, charge the battery you have and put in a new battery. So you just start driving to Portland if your battery dies. Put in a new battery. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully. Oh, my God. And so you're going back to where you just came from. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're like, okay, all this time, Matilda is in the cage, you know, the carrier, which is a cage, you know, yeah. in the car. And she's just like, Mm. Like just like yeah, cats love travel. Yeah, yeah. It was just a night. It was just a nightmare. Just like she's like the whole time. So it's like oh god. Okay, so we start our way back to Portland, and we're like, that's gonna be okay. There's a battery. Um, the car breaks down, and we're like, okay, put in the new battery. Start driving again. Break down again. So we don't have. So we. Are, are on the side of the road, like, and this is, like, really close to Portland. It's, like, right outside of Salem, Oregon, which is, like, very close to Portland. Okay. Um, and we're in kind of, like, farm country, right? Uh, so it's, like, 11 a.m. by this time, you know, like, and it just, I just, I just feel like shit. Like, it's just horrible. Like, we're so tired. Yeah, haven't you been driving all night, yes. too? we've been driving all I'm night. like, there's no time. Uh, you didn't sleep. No, we didn't sleep. Oh, my God. So we go, uh, we're pulled over the side of the road, and we just, like, had, by this time, let Matilda out of the carrier because it's just like, okay. So we call a tow. We're waiting for the tow. And I don't know why or who, but somebody opened the car door. And Matilda. Oh, boy. Ran out. And just, like, ran into Oregon farmland. Like, oh. just. She's like, no, bitch. Yeah. Just exactly. She's like, I was happier in Portland. Was, I know. And and so I'm just, like, at this, like freaking out and, like, crying and, like, just, like, Matilda, like, on the side of the road. Like, and it's, like, and my, like, boyfriend at the time was, like, trying to, like, he was like, well, can we? And there was like all these like bramble bushes and yeah. stuff. And he's like, well, I can maybe get it, go run and try to get her. And it's like, no, because you'll hurt yourself. And also, we need to wait for the tow. So uh, she's, just, she's just gone. Oh, um, for God's sake. The tow gets there, tows us to this place called Shucks. And so this is the thing. Shout out to Shucks. Shucks. Yeah. Shucks, which is like, um, I think it's O'Reilly's here, right? Mm-hmm. It's an okay. auto parts store. So this guy at Shucks is. So nice. Shucks in Salem, Oregon. The nicest guy in the world. And he's like, okay, like, we do have these alternators in our store in Portland. He, he, he like, charges our batteries for free. doesn't charge us anything. Like, it's just like, okay, yeah, just go to the store in Portland and get the alternator. Go to the store in Oregon, in Portland, get the alternator, put it in. Like, my boyfriend, like, puts wow. it in. Okay. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, very. I mean, it was just like, and, and the guy, like, told us how to do it. Like, mm-hmm. he's just the nicest guy. 
So we start on the road. By this time, it's like 3 p.m. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> we start on the road again. And battery starts to die. Oh, and my we're God. Like, no. Wait, what? Uh. Like, this is unbelievable. So we're like right near the Shucks in Salem. So we pull in there and we're like, the 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 battery's dying again. And the guy's like, did they test the alternator? Um, they're supposed to test the alternator and make sure it works. <sighs> and we're like, I, I don't know. Like, they just sold it to us. Right. Like, they didn't. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. So he takes the alternator and tests it. And it's just like, no, they, this is like, it doesn't work. It's And so this guy is like, <sighs> I'll tell you what would work, I think. He's like, I'm not sure. But if you buy your car at a dealership. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in a time machine or some money. Buy a better car. No, he was like, okay, so you could take this alternator for like a Volkswagen and add a fan to it. And he's like, <laughs> Jesus. And, and it, 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 would, it might work. And then he's like, do you want to do that? And we're like, I mean, I guess, sure. <laughs> so he's like, and, and good news, it's actually cheaper than the alternator you just bought. So you actually get like 20 bucks back or whatever. And after spending like, you know, 250 bucks on a tow. Yeah. And like just, You're like, all the money just, I have in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, okay. And we're like, we don't know how to do that. And he was like, I'll, I'll do it. They're not supposed to work on your right. cars. But he's like, I'll do it. He stays. They close. He stays in the Aww. parking lot. With like, uh, like a headlamp thing and like flashlights, oh. fixes it. Wow! Yeah, it, amazing guy. Oh shucks! I know. Ah oh, shucks! <laughs> Car works. We go to Dairy Queen. I get a. This is all like so like, uh, a mushroom Swiss burger. I don't eat meat anymore, but like, oh my god, like I love mushroom Swiss burgers so much. I get a mushroom Swiss burger from Dairy Queen and it is like the best tasting thing in the world drive through the night again back to LA (laughs) but it it worked my cat's gone like and it was just this like just this harrowing shitty day that like when we finally like when it was finally over it was just like I can't believe all that happened and it was like you know, obviously, we've all been through, like, pandemics and things by now. Yes, yeah. of course. But at the time, it was just like, this is so, this is all these, like, <laughs> normal problems that happen, but all these problems happening all at all once. All at once. Yes, yeah. And, yeah. like, not being close to home. This is the worst. Oh. Yes. It always get AAA, too, because if we would have had AAA, I wouldn't have had to pay for uh. the tow. You know? Oh, yeah. So, good riddance to the cat? Were you just like, whatever? Yeah. I mean, no, I wasn't. Like, what? I was, like, really sad Aww. about it. But this is the thing. So, I think <laughs> this is what I tell myself to feel better. She, w- she would have, if she would have moved back to L.A. and, like, moved into our, like, studio apartment in Koreatown with another cat who was the nicest cat oh. in the world, right? It would have been... A terrible situation. Yes. She would have probably killed that cat. You know, she like, knew she wanted to be out in the field. She wanted yeah. to be free, catch yeah. and field mice. So she, yeah, yeah she, she went popping them on the head. She chose her path. She, yeah, I feel like, I mean, honestly, that was your worst day, her best day. <laughs> yes, right. that's it a way to look was, at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. That's a, that's a story is and there's and the, it's a, it, the the car lasted. The cat ran away. That's just what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, better than the other way around. You needed to get back home. The cat's not going to get you back home. Can't ride a cat. Can't ride a cat. Not, no. a, not a little cat. Not a little cat. And a big, big cat, cat. You should Strap it all. You shouldn't, probably. No. You're right. You shouldn't. Yeah. And I think, you know what? Cats come into your life. Cats leave your life. <laughs> yep. That's right. A, a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. That's what they say about cats. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. No, they don't. Oh, <laughs> so you say I don't remember like, is that from Sage Advice. Mr. Mistopheles? Oh, <laughs> sure. Oh, no, yes. I think that's like a, a like a very like cheeseball thing to say about like when, when someone breaks up with someone. Okay, just like a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yeah, it's put like it on paint, a pillow. I was gonna say paint it on a board and yeah. put it in the kitchen. Much, yeah. yeah, very much a home goods. It's kinda. the live, laugh, love. Yeah. Yes, of yes. Cats. But the, it's you just, you just made it up. Well, thank you so much, Susan. That was crazy. Thank you for sharing your story. That's banana times. Everyone follow Susan at that Susan Burke on Twitter.
that Susan Burke. That Susan Burke. Yeah. Not any other Susan Burke. Right. It's that Susan yeah. Burke. B-U-R-K-E. And we will be right back with what we learned today. So much. So much. Okay, we are back, and we are going to talk about what we learned today. Ready, Christine? Oh, I'm so ready. Okay. Garden Squirrel and Lil Danielle is a comic strip coming to funny pages near you. Where's Big Kimmel? Yeah, Big Kimmel. She comes in in the third panel. Thank goodness. And takes up both the next panels because she's so big. (laughs) A slalom is a ski race down a winding course marked by flags or poles. Okay. So it's the actual course, I guess. Got it. Like in the Olympics, they did the slalom. Yes. Where they go, whoosh, 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 whoosh. I gotta watch that. It's very cool. Well, it's over. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying in in general. In general, yeah. Ski resort hospitals are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Train, the band, has sold over, come on, 10 million albums and 30 million tracks worldwide. Uh, every what, dentist office can attest to I that. I guess. Is that a pun, tracks, train tracks? What do you mean it sold 30 million tracks? You mean singles? That's a good pun. But who says that? Has sold, is that a thing? Sold 30 million tracks. Rolled. Okay. Um, the, sh- the show similar to Thomas the Tank Engine is Chuggington. Good job on that, Danielle. Thanks. <laughs> show I wrote for and couldn't remember the name of. Scumbag appears to have started referring to a used condom in the late 30s. I know if if there's anything I know about, it's my hey, honey slang. I left yes. my scumbag in yes. your waste paper can over there. Yeah, scum is uh, semen. Sorry, doll. <laughs> scum originally was used to mean foam or froth in the 14th century. Well, that's disgusting now. I don't want to know that those two things are related. Because um, if your semen starts frothing, you got problems. Oh, <laughs> Call the doctor. The cab is usually behind the locomotive. Some trains have two, rear and front. Okay. Trains do have windows and, in fact, were kept open during the pandemic to help with ventilation and COVID protection. Oh, good job, trains. Yes. That probably made them run slower, I would assume. Yep. And then you could yell at other trains. Yeah. Hey, our brakes are out. Yeah. Help. 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 This is an emergency. Help. <laughs> um. And then he changed it to Big Kimmel, Lil D, and Garden Squirrel coming to a convoy near you. I guess those are our handles. Unstoppable was a 2010 action thriller starring Denzel, Chris Pine, and Rosario Dawson, who apparently did not make the poster. A veteran engineer, Denzel Washington, and a young conductor, Chris Pine, must risk their lives to save those in the runaway train's path. I hope Chris Pine wears a stripy hat oh, as the conductor. He looks so good That'd in a stripy hat. When, a little bit t- t- to the side. Yeah. When in a runaway train situation, be sure to apply brakes rather than accelerate. <laughs> um, oh, Rosario Dawson is not the love interest in Unstoppable. So she's probably someone's the daughter. Mother. She's right? the mother. She's, she's Denzel's mother. Right. Shout out to Shucks. And a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm, I love that. Uh, that was what we learned today. We thank once again Susan Burke for joining us. Thank you, Susan. On our show. Delightful person. And we thank Garen for being his Garen-y self. So much Garen. So little time. So little time. And hey. Yeah. I would love for everyone to check out our merch store. Yes. You know what? Just browse if you want. You know what I like to do? I like to put stuff in a shopping cart. Yes. And feel like I shopped. Right. Sometimes I don't even get it, but sometimes I do. And sometimes you do. And in this case, you should. You should if you want like one of our cool t-shirts. Ours are coming, and I can't wait for us to try them on. I know, and we're going to model them oh. and take pictures. And Nordstrom's probably going to contact us once they see us Oh, my God. Shirts. They love showing off shirts from no. small, unknown podcasts. They're going to want to carry our line. <gasps> our line. They're going to want to pick yes. it up. We're going to be like the Emily Henderson of Target. We're going to be like the... We're going to be like the Emily Henderson of Nordstrom. I don't know who Emily Henderson is. She's a famous uh, designer who Nordstrom uh, Target carries. Oh, okay. And so, okay. Check out our merch. Podhowtosurvive.com is our website. website. We have tank tops, shirts, sweatshirts, tumblers, coffee mug. We've got it all, you guys. We've got everything you could need. And if you... if you'd like something that's not currently on the site, just let yeah. us know because we can easily add it. And then because it's made to order, so it's not yes. like we have to carry lots of merchandise. You're like, I want a backpack that says, yeah. I don't know if they have backpacks, but they probably have tote bags. Maybe, maybe it's like I want a dog brush. 
Again, you're picking these very obscure things. I don't know that they carry. Well, I'm just saying. They could, I mean, my God. They could try. I want a blender with our name on No, Ooh. Chris, they don't have that. Maybe. You know, I'll, I'll make it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? I will, I will make a commitment right here. I've said it. Oh, shit. Yep. I will try to make it happen. What? Whatever they want. Okay. They say they want it. I'm going to try to make it happen. It's just the products on the site. I don't know. We're beholden to the site. I like to make people happy, Danielle. I know, but I think you're going to, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. I figured out TikTok. You did. I'm very proud of you. So if I figured that out. Yeah. Speaking of TikTok, you wanted to give some handles, right? Oh, yeah. Um, At Pod How to Survive is our Instagram. Yes. Our Twitter. Yes. Is it something else? I think Ooh, our website, our website is dot yeah. com. So go to all those places. Check us out. You know, follow us. Start yes. your own Facebook community. You guys can talk to each other. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a number, getting in line. Your sandwich will be ready soon. Yep. <laughs> and as we always like to say, remain, remain calm. calm.